Hello, Avalor. Welcome back to another episode of The Magic Within, your podcast resource for all things Elena of Avalor. We are coming to you live from our Elena of Avalor Discord server. Don't forget, if you want to join our server, you are more than welcome to come and fangirl with us about all things Elena and more. So the hashtag Elena Geddon continues, and tonight we are talking about the awesomely perfect Jacqueline-themed <laughs> episode called Father in Chief. For real, we are not kidding around. This was such a <laughs> clover and very purdy episode. <laughs> Cat puns, hashtag in this episode, cray cray. <laughs> Amazing. So joining me tonight is the rest of the squad from all around the world, your podcast princesses. Lady C, which is me. Hi everyone, it's Chrissy from New Zealand. Lady J. Hi, it's Jenny from California. Lady A. Hi, it's Amelia from Oregon. Lady G. Hello, it's Georgia from Greece. And Lady B. Hi, it's Becky from Germany. Woohoo! Okay, Avalorans, get comfy and get ready to listen to our unforgettable podcast episode, right? Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, we're Father in Chief, and the story is by Rachel Rudiman and Tom Rogers, written by Cam Beatty, and directed by the super possum Rob Pratt. And this season starts out with a lot of guest star voice actors with, for this episode and as the adorable baby Jacqueens who are voiced by Desmond Gerber, Craig Gerber's son as Mingo, Gia Lopez, Maria Lopez's daughter as Estrella and Max Regal, Sam Regal's son as Zoom. I think it's so cute that uh, the crew's children <laughs> are part of this. This is amazing. Hashtag uh, best job ever. <laughs> yeah! And another one of the great voice actors this episode is the hysterical Mick Wingard as Bruce the Butterfrog. <laughs> and of course, the unforgettable Grand George as the Sneaky Troyo. Alright, so the episode opens with a beautiful sunset and we see Migs and Chief Zephyr kind of land on this cliff and I think every, just about everyone in the fandom um, commented about how Lion King this reminded us. It was very like everything the light touches. <laughs> <laughs> it's all kingdom. It's true. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of had that feel. I mean, they didn't have that conversation, but <laughs> yeah, like the animation and yeah, the atmosphere. The yes, exactly. The visuals were very like spot on, and I thought it was really interesting. Um, you can see that Chief Zephyr is kind of, I don't know, reminiscing, ruminating on um, the fact that he's about to retire, and he uses. I love similes and metaphors. And so he talks about how, um, you know, every sun that rises, the sun must also set and the sun is setting on his time. And he, to him, it's very important that the um, party or not the party, sorry, the not party <laughs> the next day <laughs> um, focuses on the rising sun and not the setting one, which is him. So, um, you know, at first, at first when I heard him say that, I was kind of thinking like, oh, he just doesn't want to fuss. And then I kind of realized it was a little bit deeper than that. It was actually like, no, he wanted to focus on the incoming chief and not the outgoing one. So that was kind of cool. So anyway. Speaking of the surprise party, mm -hmm. call off the surprise party. <laughs> 
Chief Zephyr, like Becky said, is not wanting any party. So Mix, of course, being Mix, is just having an anxiety attack and is freaking out to Luna and Skylar and Elena, who look amazing <laughs> in their party attire with their party hats. I'm saying that the party is off. The party is off. However, Luna is like, mate, I didn't fly all this way back to the party to be cancelled. Mm-hmm. And, of course, our beloved Elena jumps in to ease his mind with her pearls of wisdom to say, when someone says they don't want a party, they really mean, throw me the best party ever. (laughs) Well, not exactly in those words, but, hey, you should always give 120% right, Lil. (laughs) Go big or go home. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. And that is so Elena. (laughs) It is. All right. So finally, we come to the morning, you know, the morning. And, you know, Mix really wants to just appreciating the sunrise, going, I really want to be chief, you know, pretty much. Um, And that's when we're reintroduced to our adorable little Jacqueline babies who just like fly in into a giant pile on their dad. (laughs) And I absolutely love that. I think, you know, everything with the little Jacqueline babies, I, you know. It's, it's adorable. It's really touchy because then it makes you think, oh, you know, because how cute are the babies? Um, I have to appreciate like how militant <laughs> Migs is, even with his own kids. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like, I mean, I couldn't get my kids to line up in a straight line. Like that, but, you know, <laughs> he's able to. You know, Daddy of the Year award for him. You know. <laughs> And now for the music, (laughs) Chief Daddy. And wow, that song had been like uh, hinted at and sewn, you know, ages before the actual release of the episode. And it was so cute. Mm. It was worth the wait. (laughs) Yes. Like uh, the baby Jacqueens encouraging their dad through this beautiful acronym. Mm. And wow, I I really love this one. It was so cheerful and uh, lighthearted, mm-hmm. adorable. So just. pure, wholesome, my so heart. Cute. <laughs> yes, Amelia. Ah. I know. I have, I have a weak spot for kittens, and Jacquins are basically the same thing, but with wings. And yeah. so, so <laughs> even better. Exactly. My heart. <laughs> and pretty colors. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. We all loved the song. I still sing it like everyone's wants. Chief Daddy. <laughs> so um, as soon as the, the song like ends, we hear a big old sneeze coming from the cave behind them. And we see <laughs> that poor Mama Dulce is sick. And, you know, she's she looks miserable. They did a good job of animating her looking miserable. Because <laughs> I felt <laughs> for her. <laughs> She knows she's a mama. She is. <laughs> oh man. And I just Migs is like like he just won Father of the Year, right? Um so now he wins Husband of the Year for just like, oh well, you know, I, this is like the biggest day of my career, but I'm gonna take the kids to work just to, you know, because you're sick and that's just so sweet and I loved it. Um <laughs> So I was often. actually kind of surprised because it being the most important day for me, think she would just take one for the team. Right? <laughs> right? I mean, I feel like, you know what? I'm at home anyways. But like, you know what? We need this promotion, so no. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, okay, so the other thing that I really, really loved about the scene, I just remembered, um, was the way she was just like, Mingo, Estrella, uh, whichever one you are. <laughs> 
I do that all the time. That's very parenting. <laughs> it's parenting, but it's also parent of multiples. Like, because <laughs> I have twins. My daughters are twins. Not quite triplets, but oh my goodness. Close was, enough. <laughs> yeah, it was so relatable. Like, I was just like, oh, how did they know? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh you know i will say i don't have twins and i just have two and they're like well yeah at least five years apart four or five years i forget you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i'm constantly calling them by the wrong names and they actually have to correct me like i don't even catch on <laughs> they're like mom do you mean do you mean you know and i'm like Yes, you know what? That would be really helpful. I mean, that happened to my mom, and my brother was away for like six years. So (laughs) it's like mommy, mommy brain, mommy daddy brain. (laughs) Yes. I would throw in the dog's name. But we love you. (laughs) Explains all the coffee, right? Oh, man, definitely. (laughs) All that coffee just to say our kid's name is wrong. Right. Oh, it's like getting away from it. <laughs> and of course, with Migs taking one for the team, he is officially late for the ceremony, but he is the babies. Mm. But where is babysitter Issa when you need her? Right. <laughs> but how cute was puppy Migs telling the kids to behave? Oh my gosh, my heart. When they were like, aye, aye, chief pops. It's your special <laughs> day. Oh, the feels when all time high in this live in this so gorgeous episode. Ah, so cute. All right, and you gotta hand it to Elena for you know being such an awesome babysitter. With considering she's gotta like jump right in and babysit like triplets, triplet Jacklins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she does try to, you know, on her benefit, she she really was trying to get them to behave and distract them. You know, for Meg's day here. Um, but of course, like all Elena plans do, it backfires. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are even worse than before, I have to say. Um, but, you know, good on Chief Zephyr. He just kind of, you know, rolls with the punches here. <laughs> and, you know, is doing his best to kind of keep everything going. Sorry. Like, no, poor Meg is totally just like, like mortified. Trying- <laughs> oh man so so yeah we see you know chief jeffers is good-natured you know he's like all right now that everyone's here and Miggs is just like dying of mortification which <laughs> i can kind of relate to Poor guy. <laughs> yeah oh so we go inside commander's rock which remember this from the shapeshifters episode a while back um and we see all of like just all the cool statues and everything. We see Troya lurking in the background. So we're like, oh, that's our first clue that something's up. And then <laughs> the kids throw a very typical kid fit. I'm bored. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they just, and they, and I think it's Mingo just yells it and it echoes. And, and all the other Jack ones are kind of like, like giving like the glare, which I've also gotten at the grocery store before. <laughs> but it's just completely outside your control so i felt for migs here so much he's just oh Oh. yeah and so we start with the ceremony for king zephyr and we have this cool jacqueline statue of him revealed uh but yeah the kids are still bickering (laughs) (laughs) and 
that's the the parents nightmare i i'm pretty sure i'm not a parent but <laughs> i can you can feel the embarrassment in mix rising um and then okay so the thing is that uh the melon flies across the room mm. and hits king zephyr in the head <laughs> but it's a good shot it is and the the thing is that there's this slow mo and so much intensity in the moment like uh you could definitely feel the suspense building yeah and then you got Zephyr's face who is clearly annoyed and yeah and then he leaves to go wash up but yeah that was incredibly well done oh uh, yeah oh yeah <laughs> and then poor Megs is now like feeling even worse because uh this is kind of like in a way, his fault because it's his kids. But Elena was like, no, no. And she tries to give him one of her famous pet talk, pep talks and like build him back up and try to reassure him. But the kids end up overhearing this and realize that they are the cause of all this trouble. And they feel really bad. And they didn't want to mess this up for their dad. And so now they're like, we got to do something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guys. Babies. They even made the sad kids sound. <laughs> Mingo says that a few times and it just like breaks my heart alright and then we come to the river here poor Chief Zephyr never saw it coming uh, <laughs> Troyo is back from his like banishment and <laughs> he has managed in a split second to completely like tie up Zephyr here I was trying to find a more intelligent word sorry uh, <laughs> um Poor Zephyr. I mean, I'm looking at the, the you know, animation and, you know, first off, it's, you know, just watching the animation every time just totally blows me away. But you just see, like, this, like, stunned look on his face like a kidney. <laughs> Could this day Poor get any Zephyr. worse? He cannot, like, wait to retire, I don't think. <laughs> He's just like, oh, God, again. Um, but um, while Zephyr is kind of, you know, tied up there. Um, Troyo finally lets him know exactly how he feels and what his grand plan is, which is, one, he didn't appreciate being banished, um, and two, he's ready to get some revenge on Zephyr. And what could that revenge be? Um, well, I'll tell you what, it involves turning into a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Very creative, but we'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can there be a more horrible punishment, Mike? Really? <laughs> you are sentenced to eat flies for the rest of your life. <laughs> no. no, thanks. <laughs> so meanwhile, the kids are out and they still feel bad because they were the cause of the trouble and they end up finding a clue as to where Zephyr is hidden. But of course, no one will listen to them because they're just kids, Jackwins. Mm -hmm. And so, little Jackwins. And so they're like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Kind of the classic trope where the kids find the thing, but then the grown-ups won't believe them. All that stuff. But mm -hmm. Mingo ends up finding the trail, and Meg still won't listen. So Mingo decides to disobey and follow the trail himself, because he's going to be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> and flash to Zephyr and Troyo. Um... <laughs> Troyo's lugging Zephyr along and he's just like, you weigh a ton. What do Jacqueline's eat? <laughs> and then <laughs> Zephyr comes snap back. He's snap back on that. He's like, Jacqueline's eat coyotes. <laughs> the deadpan was just perfect. 
Yes, and it was just like what a perfect thing to say. Like Troy looked like so spooked. <laughs> How very unfortunate for him. <laughs> yes, and then of course Migs discovers that Mingo went after Troy alone and cue the Kill Bill sirens because ah. he panics. <laughs> oh my god, I just pictured it. <laughs> oh boy, I Many love Migs. <laughs> Yeah, so then we cut back to Troyo, who goes to buy Estrella, and uh, he reveals he wants to be the king of Estrella. <laughs> and I'm like, ambitious. Yeah, sure. <laughs> pretty, yeah, it's pretty ambitious. But like, he's a coyote, and oh, is he a coyote? I'm not sure. He but is like, a coyote. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, basically, he has to deal with a bunch of Jacqueens, even if he gets rid of Zephyr. Like, <laughs> I, doubtful. I would love to see him come toe to toe with King Virago. Can you imagine? He like, just get his butt kicked. But he would get eaten. First salmon song. <laughs> Basically, the battle we need song battle. Oh man! Oh, uh, I would like to hear them sing. Uh, could be like King. King Virago is rather imposing. Uh, all right, so. Uh, oh yeah, and then we got Mingo, who is hot on their trail. And uh, he, I think, he's proving in a young age that he is pretty capable of being a guardian. He's just, he just lacks experience, <laughs> and he's a baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Migs is also hot on his trail. He's following him. Uh, he's in that panic state, like, oh my um... gosh, my son is after <laughs> this. Uh, this dangerous creature, and also my chief is in is in danger. So he's not having a good day. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna get better. Yes. <laughs> so um, Troyo reaches Grotto Matamo, the shape shifting. Um, well, it's the cave because they're underneath the pond. I don't think we realize that it's the pond until the next episode with King Skylar, but. Um, or he, they get to the pond, and right before they go inside the cave, um, we have the classic throwback to, um, oh, what was it? Was it Race for the Realm? Where we meet the cranky butterfly frog who oh, wants oh, to yes. oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's covering their sun. You're blocking my sun. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect imitation, in fact. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So we all remember this one very clearly. And this poor butterfrog just can't find a place to sunbathe. And <laughs> I love how Troyo just like blinks at him and then starts mocking him. And you know, this is really like the oh, bad move, <laughs> right? <laughs> Only Luna can do that one. <laughs> Well, the, the the funny thing is, like, I think this is really like the measure of a person or Coyote's character when they start mocking people that they consider beneath them. Like, oh, what are you going to do to me, Butterfrog? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell well. you. Spoiler alert, it does not go well for him later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree on that. Mm -hmm. So then, just like right at the end of that little scene, we see... Um, Mingo catches up with them and Troyo sees him and right as Migs gets on the scene, Troyo snatches up Mingo, takes um, Chief Zephyr and they, drags them all into the cave and this is a parent's absolute worst nightmare. <laughs> Migs sees his baby taken by someone that he knows to be dangerous 
And I can only imagine, like, with everything that had been happened, they'd been fighting that day. Well, you know, kid fighting. But still, like, you know, things have not been going well. He'd been annoyed with him. So just imagine... I can imagine just the, the feels <laughs> that he was feeling, the guilt, um, the terror. <laughs> so I know I'm looking way too deep into this children's cartoon, and I'm sorry. We are all mint. So makes it like, and they get inside the cave, and there's all these different little caves to go through, and he has no idea which way to go, and he just sort of is defeated. And this is where Elena's pep talk comes in again, but she actually gets through to him. And she tells him that he's a model of strength for the guardians and a model of love for his family, for his children. And that was absolutely beautiful. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So um, this time it got through, through to him and yeah, he was able to move forward. So after that beautiful little heart-to-heart, um, in the meantime, Troyo finds the grotto, and he plans to shapeshift Chief Zephyr first. But Mix catches them because he sees the Anoki trail left by Mingo. Yes. Very smart. Ooh, it's yes. sort of like a um, Hansel and Gretel-ish. <laughs> I love the continuity here with the Anoki berries. Mm-hmm. Yes! <laughs> I want to try oh, one. Yeah, Those look so good. I know. <laughs> what do they taste like? Hmm. <laughs> so Meg's catches them, catches up to them, and catches them. And the butterfrog licks. Um, was it Troyo in the eye? Yes. Oh, yeah. Gross. And then of course he. Oh, and Meg's is terrifying when he's mad uh-huh. and then he says a nokiberry blast and of course it was a nokiberry blast for the win. Yeah. Um, the butterfrog trips Troyo. And turns him into a butterfrog. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> Heaven <Player> being played. <laughs> Hell hath no wrath like an angry butterfrog. <laughs> Quote that. Yes. Can you can you can you cross stitch that into a pillow for me, Chrissy? <laughs> I mean, I'll pay you. <laughs> so um, Elena, of course, rushes over and helps out. She suffer. Migs rushes over and. No, this is babies, and mm. oh, everyone is safe. <laughs> um, Sigh of relief. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I really felt for Migs in this scene because, you know, just being reunited with his little ones after all that, like Becky mentioned earlier, all that guilt for, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, you know, I think as parents, you kind of, like, get reminded of that because, you know, when you know when you have those little, you know, Mm-hmm. moments special moments with your kids <laughs> and you know with kids things can get out of hand pretty quickly you know what I mean if you don't be the you know mm-hmm. parent the calm person yes. so even the little things you manage to say you know you that managed to come out you would immediately think and you know go oh my god I feel so bad yeah. for like it for yelling that one time or mm-hmm. you know so even though they've never been in like moral danger or anything like this, I can totally feel for Mace because that guilt sucks. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well said. I totally appreciate that little Jacqueline snuggle that he has with oh. his baby. <laughs> I love the Jacqueline snuggles. They're so sweet. Yes. Yes. Ugh, my heart. They're so cute. Mm. So after everyone is safe and sound and things are kind of getting back to normal, they go back to the ceremony and Dulce shows up. 
which is very sweet because I love her too. And she comes and then Chief Zephyr starts to give his speech. And it sounds like it's starting to go like really bad. But there's a surprise twist and it turns out that he's announcing Migs is going to be the Yay. new chief. So Yay! Chief <laughs> We've been waiting for this so long! I know, right? And Zephyr Yay! goes into detail and explains that Migs' growth as a father translates well to leadership of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. So it all works out in his favor, despite many bumps in the path. <laughs> but yes. it's, a good, it's a good turnout. It is. Yay! Yes. And it's fun. Everyone's happy. And then as soon as they step outside, the cue the surprise party (laughs) for the Chief Supper. And I loved how they even had like a Noblin there who turned the little crown to gold (laughs) and did like little backflips. That was genius. I loved that. And... (laughs) Way to use your resources. Yes. Like, that's (laughs) just clever. (laughs) And um, so Zephyr like glares at Migs like, did I tell you not to make a fuss? And I love this line. It's I feel like it shows like just how Migs has developed just in this one episode, like uh, with confidence. Right. He's like, well, I'm sorry, sir, but my first act as chief is to make a big, big fuss over you. And (laughs) I thought that was so sweet. And, you know, just very like anyway. Chief Zephyr did that kind of like old man grumble, like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> but you know, he was really pleased. It's very accurate. <laughs> it's so true though in life because we're like normally so modest, like, oh, don't worry about it. But it's just the little things like that. You're just like, oh my God, you guys do care. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's really Or retiring be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so that was such a clover, positively perfect episode and speaking of things awesome girls what were some of your fave moments okay so my one i'll start off with was the song oh my lord what a cute and catchy song i know we'd been like we said before teased with some shots of the song for ages so it was just so perfect to see it come to life i loved it Mm -hmm. okay jenny what about you uh, I enjoyed watching just these kids cause havoc. I mean, <laughs> it was just, you know, it's nice that it didn't happen to me for once. So. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. But they are absolutely adorable. And they really do look, make misbehaving look adorable. So I have to say, just watching the baby Jacklins in general is just like a total win for me. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's so cute. Okay. Amelia, what about you? Okay, so I love the storyline and the plot, but I just gotta say, anytime the baby Jacklins are involved, I just, I love them so much. (laughs) I think I already mentioned that I love, like, cats and kittens, and they're basically the same thing, and so I just have a weakness for them, and I wanna wanna adopt one, or at least be friends with one, you know? (laughs) I just want a Jacklin. Amelia, are you actually Isabel? She is in uh, so many ways. Yes, <laughs> it's true. I won't even. Amelia Bell, <laughs> enough seat. <laughs> okay, Georgia, what about you? All right, so it's definitely a mix between the song, which was amazing, and it's still ingrained into my brain. <laughs> uh, uh, well, the baby Jacqueline's, and as I said before in the start of the episode, I love the voice acting from the child voice actors. Mm. They're just so adorable, and so wow. Cute. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, amazing. Uh, that that's that's one great way to start your voice acting career, mm-hmm. uh, voicing baby <laughs> kittens. <laughs> Hey, yeah. I'm mean, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, I just have to say that I love the parent moments from Meigs and how <laughs> relatable he is and how he gets frustrated and panics. But in the end of the day, he got to be uh, the chief of the Jackwins. Like, he deserved that, guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was waiting for that to happen for, like, uh, I don't know, since season two, early season two. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'm really happy about that. Uh, Bicky, what about you? Mm, okay, so for me, it was the hugs, <laughs> the family feels. Oh. I loved it, and I could totally feel for Migs as a dad. And yeah, you know, like Jenny said, my kids have never been in mortal danger like that. But still, <laughs> like, there's just on a lesser, a less threatening level, it was still relatable. <laughs> but but seriously, the sweet hugs with the babies, like, I cry. Oh. <laughs> cute uh, all right girls i think that's it for now so thank you so much ladies because as always you are amazing and thank whoop, whoop. you to our listeners all over the world you too are fantastic we can't wait for you to join us next time in the meantime check us out on twitter or instagram for news fun games and resources you will not want to miss And be sure to never miss an episode by clicking that little subscribe button on YouTube, iTunes, or SoundCloud. And if you're feeling extra generous, please, please leave us some feedback. We adore hearing from our listeners. Until next time, wings up, amigos. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Within.